0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is a podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got a blast from the past, the Albedo Color Special, number one, by Antarctic Press. This book is from 1993. It's a classic furry comic by Stephen A. Galacci. Basically, story, pencils, inks... Everything is by Galachi. The Indicia states, Albedo Color Special Number 1 is published by The Antarctic Press, P.O. Box 290221, San Antonio, Texas, 78280. Story and Art, Copyright SA Galachi. Printed by Brenner Printing, July 1993. First off, the cover is a very eye-catching, very artistic depiction of Irma Felna, the main character of Albedo, a female furry character who's in the military. The cover seems to be done with perhaps Prismacolor pencils on a textured board. Very well done. Realistic, but still fantastical, because you've got this green-eyed, cat-like character in military garb holding a big old gun. The cover also has... Some foil on the name of the book. So, gotta love the 90s. This has got the requisite gimmick on the cover. The old, old Antarctic Press logo is in full force here. The first two pages are dense text. Simply to set things up for new readers and old-timers. I obviously won't read the whole thing here, but here's a couple of excerpts. Steve Galacci spills his guts. Where does it all start? The first real sketches of an anthropomorphic cat in battle dress appeared in 1978 while I was stationed at Capuan Air Station, Germany. We go on to read Galacci's inspiration, his process of creating one of the first furry comics, which later became the most famous furry comic of its age. I'm fascinated by this aspect of it because i've read some of the original issues in the collected volumes they've been very entertaining and inspiring i saw this book at a local thrift store and i love that i love being on the hunt at thrift stores and flea markets to see what sort of comics pop up i was fortunate enough to find number one and it's got this great introduction to the story and the, the world built here again reading a bit here known space started with a population of genetic constructs clearly not native to the planet they were on with high-tech support systems and no direct evidence as to how or why they got there the story of albedo is basically a war between various anthropomorphic characters various furry characters the big villain the rabbits calling themselves the Independent Telepine Republic, sought to expand their colonial holdings by seizing other established colonies. So they're the big, um, villainous force in this series. To defend themselves, the other colonies created a confederation and established a collective military arm, the Extraplanetary Defense Force, of which the main character, Irma Felna, is a soldier. What sets this book apart is its meticulous... ...renditions of military craft and locations... ...juxtaposed with cute, furry characters. You see, for example, on the very first page... ...one of the Lepine Republic troops... ...gunning down a couple of defenseless... ...control room operators... ...with no remorse. There are various terrorist actions that are happening... On Durzon, planet Durzon, which has been basically a shock and awe campaign by the Lepine Republic. No regard for civilians or the usual rules of war. This is very demoralizing to the EDF because basically the Republic is on kamikaze missions. So there's a stark, wonderful contrast between the expertly drawn characters and vehicles and the concepts of this brutal war this war of defense this war of conquest this callous war there's a panel here just in grey tones except for a bloody character who's missing an ear and half of his body one of the troops says third squad is gone They have the building full of booby traps and self-destructs. Pull everyone out and we'll just burn it down from a distance. The book is very dense. Lots of speech bubbles. Lots of characters per panel. It's meticulous in that most of the um, panels focus the action. But then there are moments like when a Lepine troop guns down civilians. The panel is broken and jagged. Blood red. Background. The violence on the battlefront is contrasted with with Irma on her way to the action having to say goodbye to her boyfriend. In the middle of the book are a couple of ads. Manga like you've never seen before, Mighty Bombshell, Full Color Action by Hot New Manga talent Eugene Ishikawa. And also coming to the Antarctic Press, a new kind of manga: Canbear's Fantastic Panic. So AP really kind of cornered the market in manga, comics that were not to be found anywhere else in publishing at the time. So the Albedo Color Special, if you read the introduction, is a a sort of reworking of the first issue. Galachi goes on to say that the first issue that was published was a pared-down version of his original idea that he'd been noodling around with for a while. So then when Antarctic Press... Uh, came around and started to publish comics in color uh, he jumped on board and submitted the color special as I said I read the original book in black and white it's it's very beautiful to look at great story very epic space battles here I sort of feel the color doesn't really help it I'm I was fine with the black and white versions some of the colorization and this is of course due to the printing process i'm sure is a bit overwhelming there's a shot here reconnaissance ACVs sweep past or swing into orbit around Derzon, analyzing the disposition of forces there and begin constant monitoring of all action on the surface and it's basically of course the black void of space but it's too black it's too saturated the the planet itself is too dark even on this side of sunlight, and I sort of see a variety of stars and nebulae in the background, but they're pretty much drowned out by the black. Overall, the whole book seems to be printed a little too black. The K value was too high. Another page, why take chances on missing an issue? Subscribe! And a good old subscription page where you can get albedo, $14 per year, 4 issues. Furlough, $21 per year, 6 issues. Wildlife, $14 per year, 4 issues, etc. Oh, Genus, classic Genus here, $14 per year, 4 issues. Magazine, Ninja High School. And Gold Diggers, Fred Perry's Dynamic Duo. So the book is a standard 22 pages or so. Ends in a cliffhanger, lots of violence, contrasted with cute furry characters, and then an important message for the readers of Albedo Anthropomorphics. Basically, the message is that Antarctic Press has been publishing Albedo for two years, but that it's going to end in issue 10. However, the good news is that it will be back in an all-new series. Starting in January 1994, Albedo No. 1 Volume 3 will start as a new full-color quarterly series. So, the phenomenon of restarting books at number 1 every once in a while has been around for a while. A few more interesting ads. December just got hotter. Be sure not to miss the Ninja High School swimsuit issue. 1993. So swimsuit issues were pretty hot back in the 90s, Marvel getting that started. So Antarctic Press made its name as an early purveyor of furry comics. They're still around, of course, still publishing Furlough and Genus. Albedo has run its course. But it was very cool to spot this out in the wild, pick it up and in very good condition, and relive a color version of the first Encounter at Durzen. So this week I read Albedo Color Special Number One by Antarctic Press. See you next week.